0: Welcome back to the podcast. So, I'm alone. I am all alone today. Um, this is probably my first and only solo episode. I'm a terrible host. I'm a great co-host. Terrible host. But I figured, for the sake of everything, we're going to give this a shot. For those who don't know, Drew and his lovely wife, Erin, just had their first child. So, he's taken some time to adjust to his new... Um, new life essentially um everything's been going great Micah is absolutely adorable and I cannot wait to meet him but something happened to me this week that I really wanted to make an episode about um and that topic is anxiety or panic attacks from not working Um, for those of you who don't know, um, after I moved back from Florida, I'm kind of in this cool phase where I'm redoing, um, my entire business. I transitioned to pop music, um, I'm writing and producing, uh, started mixing hip hop and it's completely different from what I used to do. So I picked up a job, uh, just to kind of offset my income. So... I can focus on taking on the projects that I really, really want to work on and the projects that I really, really need to build my portfolio. What this has done is I'm now in a constant state of work. I do 50 hours at the day job every week, which I'm hoping will lower soon. And then when I'm not working there, I'm doing audio work, I'm doing this podcast, and I'm frantically trying to do all of the other things that you need to do as a functioning adult in between. Um, So (laughs) it's been crazy. And something that I recently started noticing is anytime I would take time for myself, I wouldn't be able to enjoy that time because I was too busy worrying about work. And A specific example of that is um, Saturday night. I had the option to either work or head over with some of my old friends and watch the UFC fight. So I was kind of going back and forth on it because I've been avoiding my friends for weeks, if not months at this point. And I really wanted to do something for myself because... It's important to be kind to yourself. So. Came home. Took a long shower. Got ready. That went over. Everything's going great. We're having a good time. I get to watch Sean O'Malley absolutely destroy this man in the most disrespectful way possible. It was. Lovely. But then. The main reason why I went over there was to see Sean O'Malley. I, I could I couldn't care less about whoever was actually fighting the main event because I don't really follow UFC, but that dude's sick. And uh, after that, I started really panicking about, oh my gosh, I need to get back. I need to go work. It's, you know, almost midnight at this point. Like, am I going to pull an all-nighter? And it absolutely crippled me. I've experienced this a few times in the past, most of the time, I just kind of related it to the fact that we're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm not used to social interaction, etc. cetera. Um, but this time, I was able to 100% pinpoint it on the fact that I was not working. So, I hit up a Discord server of a bunch of people I like about the topic, talked to a bunch of friends about it, and I kind of compiled everything into almost like a little list a checklist if you will um to combat this um before we get into that I just want to kind of like dissect the different feelings that I had because I feel like a lot of people can relate to this so you know the first thing is obviously I was just really anxious almost everybody's experienced anxiety and uh That was the first thing I was like, man, I'm really feeling anxious right now. (laughs) I wonder why. Then, after the fact, I started kind of picking apart why I felt that way. Because the only way I'll be able to improve from this is if I figure out um, what's causing it and how to combat those things that are causing it. So the first thing that I really noticed that I felt was FOMO. Because whether or not I went that night... I would have been anxious if I was there at the studio working then I would have felt like I, like I would have had a severe case of FOMO and I would have felt guilty for not going to hang out with my friends and I mean I think that that's something that we've all felt like anybody who's a workaholic can relate to that and so that was Something that I didn't really think of until after the fact is I probably would have felt the same way regardless of what I did. The other side of that is I'm sitting there and I'm freaking out because I only have so many hours in a week, so many hours in a life, and that kind of feedback cycle just kept getting bigger and bigger where it's like, okay, well, I just wasted six hours tonight. That's six hours less in my week, six hours less in my month six hours left in my year and you know, it just kept expanding and expanding. And that is um, definitely a thought process that you need to like stop as soon as you catch on to it. Because if I was able to say, yeah, well missed a few hours tonight, but I'll be back at it tomorrow. I could have avoided this whole situation to begin with. So if you're that self-aware and that mentally sound to do such a thing, that's something to really look at um I think the first step to really killing this all together is scheduling your time out um invest in a good planner I just got one um I've been trying to use it haven't been the best at it if I'm being honest but that alone has felt like a great first step for me and I'm definitely gonna have to start using it more um as a way to kind of put things onto paper. Well, of course that's how paper planners work is you're putting things on those pages. And if like, to me the act of physically writing something down instead of just tapping in some notes on my phone, um, kind of gives you that extra feeling of I'm taking care of myself. I'm taking care of my future. Um, so that is, the first thing that a lot of people said to me and the first thing that kind of came to my mind too because I've been dabbling with the planner life. The second thing is be kind to yourself. I think as creatives, especially if you're a fellow Aquarius like me, we are often way too hard on ourselves and it's really, really easy to just put the hammer down, man. Or it's like, man, I'm, I'm really trash for hanging out with my friends. I'm really trash for not working right now. And I think it's important to realize that none of us are actually music producers. I mean, like we are, but at the end of the day, we're just people who happen to do this thing called music production And um, that was something I was really good at. Matt Rad and John Castelli talk about that a lot on their podcast um, called Live with Matt Rad. Go check it out. They're filled with way more wisdom than I am. And uh, that's something that I was really good at for a while. And it's been slipping up a lot lately. And so that's a mindset shift that I really need to work on personally is understanding that at the end of the day, I'm a guy named Josh. I really like the Patagonia clearance rack at Dick's Sporting Goods, and I really also like to make music. But those things don't define me as a person. As a person, I like to think I'm artistic. Uh, You know, I like to look at things as from an optimistic point of view really involved in the creative process and things because that creative process isn't just with music. I'm fascinated by art. I don't really understand all forms of art, but that's the point of it. And I'm also very much into the, uh, whole, geez, my computer's falling asleep. (laughs) Well, I just totally lost that thought. It's gone. Um, But yeah, so, like, separating what you do from who you are is super, super important. Um, That is, like, all kind of falls under the umbrella of being kind to yourself. Other examples of that are taking the time to, you know, like, for me, grooming myself. Like, whenever I get to take care of my skin and shave my face, even though I screwed it up this week, or today I got a haircut. And those things are very therapeutic to me because they're very obvious and apparent ways to be kind to yourself. Going out and buying yourself, you know, that T-shirt from that brand that you really wanted, even though you'd never buy $40 shirts, but this one time, it's okay. Like, little things like that mean a lot whenever you really start getting in this awful cycle of just work. Um, You know, I remember Austin Hall was talking about that. His therapist said, hey, you need to do something for yourself. So he used to play baseball and uh, he went out to the batting cages and he just cracked baseballs for a couple hours. And he came back and he was like, I feel incredible. And, you know, a lot of us who came up in music Music was always our way of taking care of ourselves. We You're stressed out, you write a song, you play guitar, you, whatever you do, that's your way of venting. But now that music is our job, we have to find other ways to take care of ourselves. Whether that's through exercise or other hobbies, a huge thing for me that kind of keeps my, um, you know, uh, so background on this. Um, music to me was almost like a competition with myself. I would come home every day and I would just learn how to play super hard songs on guitar. Excuse me. And I loved Phil and Maya, I loved periphery. I loved all of these like progressive metal bands. and so I would come home, I would sit down, and I would just learn these super hard things just to prove to myself that I can. Which is funny because I still see that in my goals today. Um, But once I started doing music for money, it quickly turned into, well, now I come home and I make music because I have to, because somebody hired me to, because someone's waiting on a product. And it's not because I want to prove to myself that I could do something. (laughs) So... Something that means a lot to me is I have a club on NHL, like the video game. I'm not very athletic, but uh, my friends and I will get on there and we will just crush it for a couple hours at a time. And that is an incredible form of stress relief. And I never really looked at video games like that until, until like this phase of my life, where video games really can be something that's therapeutic. Um, I've talked to other people, and you know, like my friend Seth, he was like, literally video games basically saved my career. And it's because a lot of us just don't realize that what used to be our therapy is now our job. So now we have to figure out healthy ways to cope with having that void. And um, so, yeah, video games, that's another one for a solid month. I spent a lot of time in Night City, so shout out to all my cyberpunk friends. That game is incredible, despite what the critics say. Despite all the bugs, I'm thriving through it. Um, Other examples of that, of course, are, you know, playing your favorite sport, biking. I know a few people who got into biking and they adore it. Um, Buying a skateboard because you miss it from whenever you were a teenager. Um, there's so many things that you could do pick up tennis. I really want to start playing tennis which is kind of nerdy, but I move I move faders virtual faders and call that fun. So I guess it's not much more nerdy than that. Another way to look at all these things is the reward aspect of it because we could either schedule these things out as like a routine that way like think of it as like stress management like each week i'm going to take 3 hours and it's just going to be stress management i'm going to play video games i'm going to go get a haircut i don't know who gets a haircut every week but like i'm not that i'm not that dapper um you know we could plan these things out so every week we have these outlets for our anxiety, for our headspace, or we can make them optional, where it's, if I complete this, this, and this tomorrow, then I'm going to spend the rest of the day nerding out in front of the Xbox, or I'm gonna go to the mall even though malls during COVID season are probably terrifying um you know there's different ways that we can really look at these things and structure it to me I think the reward idea like that works for some people for me um I think that that would probably just stress me out more because I would look at it and be like man I'm not gonna be able to play video games today and uh I'm still very much in that mindset of, you know, I'll do things whenever I'm done. But I think if I start scheduling time out to do other things, then that's going to be a major moment for me. And I think that that's going to really relieve a lot of pressure that I have. So I'm not sure um, really where else to go on this. I was shooting for a lot longer than you know 15 minutes or whatever I'm at right now but I think that this kind of works out for a quick conversation on your way to work um oh yeah meditating (laughs) my uh my brother's really into meditating I've dabbled haven't I haven't dived too far into it Um, But I know a lot of people that meditate and they have just nothing but great things to say about it. Yoga, you know, there's also stress management that we can make a part of our daily routine. So instead of it being like a weekly thing that we schedule out, we can always just, every morning I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. And so I think that that's a, you know, plenty of food for thought for everybody that's it for this episode of the home studio hangout podcast thank you so much for listening go check us out on instagram at home studio hangout give us a review on your favorite podcasting platform and don't forget keep on creating see you next week